Hey, we're back. And jo joining us now is Mr. Matt Mirage. How are you, Matt? Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> going great. It's going great. <laughs> John's growing fingers. <laughs> I really want to thank everyone that's been supporting the FPP. Uh, many longtime supporters, some new supporters, folks that are joining us for the first time on, on YouTube. Mm. Folks that Welcome. Have yeah, for folks that have been listening to the podcast forever. I don't have to tell anyone in this room or in your room, Matt, that it's it's a new it's a new world and oh, yeah. it's things are different, but I want to make them as same as possible. So <laughs> consistency is good. Yeah. Is. So uh first up before we start uh <clears throat> chat about your topics, Matt, uh yeah. which which are you going to be doing a revised uh um presentation on the four by five plate holder yes uh 20th century camera plate holder i have one here so i can show it off to the camera and everything before we do that um <clears throat> i want to thank our fpp peers these are people who support the podcast by clicking our donate button and and essentially you know we're, uh, I, next time i oh here it is uh you know essentially it's like uh. <laughs> <laughs> Holding out the cup. Eh? Yeah. Uh, Dear sir, <laughs> kindly donate a quarter to poor photographers. Folks have been very supportive, and uh, I have just a small list of folks this this past week. Just this past week, um, Mr. Paul Mick Mick of. It's easy for you to say. Was oh, Paul? Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't talk. McLevore. Okay. M-C-L-V-O-R. If you flip it around. That's he, a smart guy. Mac is it McLevore? McLevore, yeah. We don't want to see that information. <laughs> oh, Mac it's McIver. It's McIver. McIver. McIver, yeah. I think so. Huh. Oh, that's a cool name. Oh, that's an I. McIver. Yeah. Close to McIver. Yeah. Close but enough. There's a letter on the flip side, John. Oh, there's a letter? Yeah. Oh, double-sided. Very nice. Says, uh, <clears throat> here's the message. Hey there, guys. Two things. I just set up a monthly donation to you. Seemed like the right thing to do as I've been listening for a decade now and have learned so much. Great. That's awesome. And two, I wanted to give a shout out to Justin. Before COVID hit, I had ordered some P30 film and had it sent to Florida where I was going on holiday. The post office there returned in the... Wait. They're talking to you, Mike, John. The, I can't see and talk at the same time. I need some light. Uh, where is it? The post office there returned it the morning I arrived, but Justin just turned it right back around and sent it to me again. No charge. He rocks. This just in. Uh, where does he get, when does he get the guest host? Thanks when? for all you do, Paul. Never. It's <laughs> my job. But I will, I will pass that along to Justin. And I will ask, now that we're using technology where people can zoom in, I'll see if he wants to zoom in for a minute. Yeah, It'd be great. He can show Just, us his, can show he's us his great. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so uh, thanks, thanks so much. Uh, this next one is, uh, uh, some folks, they just drop a lump. <laughs> lump <laughs> they, some. They just drop a lump some rather than <laughs> there we subscribe. Go. Yeah. Which is terrific. Uh, Gary Ingersoll, who I'm positive that I've communicated over the years. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, thank you very much, Gary. Uh, Johnny Brown. Johnny, Johnny has, Brown. That's right. Johnny has been 
super supportive the last few years and has sent quite a few letters to the FTP. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Johnny. Um, Mark Faulkner. Hmm. Mark says, thank you for all you do. I love the podcast and store. I've been collecting and shooting cameras since 2015, and it's great to know that there are so many like-minded people out there. I just listened to podcast 251 and love the Minolta 16 piece, as I have a few of those. You have inspired me to try my hand at shooting them. Yeah. Nice. That's terrific. Uh, thank you very much, Mark. And you know what's kind of funny, Matt, is that I don't realize that people pick up odds and ends like a little Minolta 16 camera or some brownie or wind-up movie camera mm-hmm. because they're cool. And then oh, they, they're so cool. <laughs> and then they kind of sit around for a while until, you know, maybe a film comes back or maybe there's film available for it. And, and I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Yeah, it's all it is is access, and it's kind of like you're you're tapped into that, right? It's like what's what's cool, what's been on the shelf too long, and needs some film. Like you just bring it back. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, Logan at Midday Studios. That's MiddayStudios.com. Thank you very much, Logan. Greatly, greatly appreciated. This is a lump sum from Laura Rivera. Laura's great. Laura's very supportive. Laura always sends me emails. They're always appreciated. She says, I wanted to write sooner, but I've been working like crazy this month to create some content. I guess Laura, Laura is a creator. Mm. As you know, communication and community are vital right now, which brings me to my reason for writing. Thanks for the, ec- thanks for the extra episodes. That's great. I you can't tell you be. how many times that you know i'm in the middle of editing and i have that like that coffee and oreo combo oh no and i'm my, my hands like on the phone i'm like i'm gonna call matt and tell him how awesome everything's going <laughs> like matt i'm editing it we're, i'm halfway through the episode and it's awesome <laughs> and 10 great. minutes later you're on the floor crying <laughs> <laughs> what am i doing i had a manic editing night uh last week Everything was going great. I had a little bit of the coffee shakes going on, like, you know, the, the post 6 p.m. coffee that you know is going to do you in, but you just do it anyway. Right. And it was going great. I had the final cut. I was like, hey, Lauren, come here and check this out. And I don't know what I did. I bumped something. I closed the app. Oh, I, hadn't, I hadn't saved oh. probably in like a half hour. And I was like, oh. no, you know what? We're starting over. This is, Sheesh. yeah, it happens. Stoops. Yep. So now I have it hot keyed and I'm just like, I hit it like a madman. Coffee is to blame. It definitely is. The evil coffee. Uh, about the episodes, Laura says, they are a great listen during the extra work hours in Photoshop. There you go. And I know how much work content creation is. So really, thank you. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Uh, let's see. We have another lump summer from Randy Babatis. Do you remember Randy? Randy? Absolutely, yeah. So not only has Randy been listening since, oh, God, I don't know, episode zero, (laughs) but we met Randy in 2015 at the Mm -hmm. uh, uh, shindig at thedorkroom.com. Yeah. And it's so great when someone is communicating with you for so many years, and then you go to an event, and there they are. Yeah, for the face of the name. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was really awesome. Thank you, Randy. And it was such a surprise because I haven't, we haven't heard from Randy in quite a while. Mm-hmm. You know, because people, they have lives. Yeah, they come and go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Really? <laughs> Doing what? 
And uh, the last FPPPer to report this week, he's a film photography podcast philanthropists. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, is Mr. Brandon Nedwick. Oh. oh, Brandon, yeah. Yep. Brandon has been, I'm going to say with the FPP, like 2012, 2012 New York City meetup. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow! Uh, uh, something in the the Cleveland in Ohio was he yeah, there? He, he came to Cleveland. I think he came to. Did he come to Finley once too? It's quite I think he might possible. Have. Yeah. All and right. uh, back in the day, I don't know where Brandon is these days. He was in the the good old Washington D.C. Yeah, D.C. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I remember being blown away back in 2012 because you know you have to get on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I was, John. I was, yeah, John's over here. Just like John. <laughs> just like John, I was blown away when we were in the UK and people were taking all sorts of plane, trains, and automobiles to get to. That's what people do who aren't scared to travel. Like, oh, oh, like you. We <laughs> want to get in the car and go to Wendy's. Let alone go to Cleveland. Yeah, this is Mike on the subway all over again. Exactly. Oh, I've been trying to. Oh, Why do yeah. People do this, John. Why do people go on these things? <laughs> I, I wish I wish I, I would have took, taken some Super 8 footage, Matt, when you and I were doing the subway. Oh, yeah. Uh, during the, uh, the, the uh, PDN Photo Expo in October, New York City. So Matt and I, Matt, Matt came in. And John, you came in one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The rainy weather. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, footage, that, that I have footage of. Oh, yeah. Of, really? Of, yeah. of, of mm-hmm. me. On the high John, line? Yeah, me, John Fideli, and Matt. I'm shooting Super 8. It's New York City. It's an October Saturday. It's pouring out. Oh, it was Matt bad. It was raining sideways. Big format camera. Yeah. It, Matt I was, had his, yeah. I looked like the creature from the Black Lagoon by the time we were done. <laughs> oh, my God. You were soaked, dude. Yeah. Now, what was I saying? What was that picture you took, though? Oh, you wish you would have had the Super 8 on the, when we were going oh, to Brooklyn on the subway. So, so uh, Matt's friend and my friend, 110 shooter Steve Takas, Yes. It was like, oh, guys, I got a, a big brownie set up over in the Brooklyn. And I'm just thinking, Brooklyn? Who goes to Brooklyn? <laughs> it's, it's, it's <clears throat> if you're in New York City, if, if you're in New Jersey, and I kid you not, and I've said this many times, and I'll say it again, it would be easier for me and quicker <laughs> to drive to Columbus, Ohio, than to get to Brooklyn. <laughs> so, it's a struggle. It's it a struggle. So it was it was a little back and forth, but it wasn't too bad. So it was Saturday. It was around Halloween, and Matt and I, you know, were, were doing the PDN, and we went to a beers and camera meetup. It was just like it was like a full day, and you know, by the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I need a steak. Yeah, it was like it was like four <laughs> o'clock, and we were both like looking at each other, like, uh, so <laughs> yeah. So Matt was like, uh, uh, Brooklyn, what? And I was just <laughs> like, okay, well, we'll we're figuring out how we're going to explain Stephen. That we're not doing this. Yeah. But then <laughs> Matt had some kind of burst of inspiration. He's like, oh, we should really do this. It wasn't a burst of inspiration. I went back to oh. uh to hit up Ilford for some like film when their booth closed on Saturday. Had a cup of coffee. No, <laughs> St- Stephen saw me there oh. and he's like, Hey, so you come in late? I'm like, you know. It's like a Seinfeld episode. It, it was. And I was so yeah, so I was George and I was like caught in my line. I'm like, all right. Let's let's go. So bad, of course, that's, it's going to drag me because we're you know traveling. We're together. in it together, yeah. And well, I was we well, went. We went, and I was amazingly surprised because I said to Matt that New York City and Brooklyn, it has changed since two thousand two. 
mm-hmm. a little bit. It's just, it was just, I couldn't even believe it because I was just, you know, I don't know anything. How do you do it? Go, go down on the subway. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, How we, do had, I get we had, we had Google just telling us exactly where to go. Uh, it, was, oh, it wasn't too bad. Matt had an app on his phone. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It tells you what station to go through. Go. It was just so, I just, it was so great. And there were like people trick or treaters down there. And it was like a family atmosphere. Everything was cool. Everything was clean. Mm-hmm. Right. It was amazing. And I'm so glad we did it. And when we got to the, um, where was it held? Was that the dark room? That dark room, the public. Uh, uh, Bushwick Community Bush- Dark Room. Was it the Bushwick Community Dark Room? There were different people there. Stephen was glad to see us. Uh, uh, Mitchell from Lamography came Lam- down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Mahali. Yes. He, he was, there. was there. He's from Ohio. That old camera guy on YouTube. Yes. It was a great, it was a, just. It's always worth the effort. I, I just wish you would have been there, John. Uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I feel like I was there. But anyhow, it's just all these events that we've done over the years. Uh, and, you know, as time goes on, Matt, it's, it's like, you know, we have volumes of stories now. Yeah, they're, and they're all, they are all like. They're all super positive. They are. <laughs> Gonna have yeah. a Reese's peanut butter while you two hold hands down memory lane here. <laughs> uh, we'll do a, qu- a quick few regular letters before we talk about large format map. Perfect. This one is from Mary. I'm going to say Mary. Mary, I need your loving. That's it. YouTube's just going to like demonetize this video now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Copyright Don Kirshner. <laughs> We met Don Kirshner. Who? I did. When? I went to a uh, editing facility. There was they were announcing their new D2 decks, and they had a party <laughs> for their new edit system. So I go there, and the secretary at this studio was Don Kirshner's niece. Oh, that I knew. But I get there, and there he is, Mr. Don Kirshner. It was amazing. Do you have the comb over in the like? Blue powdered suits. <laughs> this is Don Kirshner. So I'd like th- to present David Bowie. <laughs> this is uh, from Mary Sisinski. I hope I'm getting your name right. I'm usually very good at, at because of my friend Jim Jankowitz, I'm very good at no, you're not. Polish names. It's <laughs> a lie. Uh, Mary's email is goth cupcake Ooh, that's That's awesome she says could you please include a pink delicates cd with my order i just finished episode 247 of the fpp and really dig surf pajama party it's a good one it's a fun one my car still has a cd player and i still own a boom box no aol email though (laughs) you're missing out She says, all the crashes. I was featured on your blog ages ago for a Kickstarter I was running, Film Photography Revolution, when I was still living out in Arizona. I recently started listening to podcasts and catching up with all the FPP episodes. Please keep making excellent content. Your show always makes me laugh, keeps me inspired, and is the light during these dark times. Thanks for all you do. Much love, Mary. Mary, why are you bugging? (laughs) 
if you go to filmphotographystore.com, yes. Speaking of Justin, because mm -hmm. you know it's if you're running an automated system, Matt, and you have orders coming in, and it's a lot of orders, and you're a one man team because Joey K is quarantined in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. You don't want one piece of paper that says, or two, or three, or four pieces of paper that say, "Can you include the CD in my order?" Because it it stops everything. No, no. Because then he has to. It's not on the sheet. Oh, oh so it just the the whole system is thrown for a loop. That's okay. We're gonna make everybody this stop. We're gonna make this happen because if you want a Pink Delicates CD, you just go to filmphotographystore.com, buy one stick of film. And then just send an email. Better hurry up. There's only about 900 left. <laughs> <laughs> you send an email with your order number to me, ASAP, and I'll link it to the order, and we'll, we'll get that out. Now, before we get to your topics, and thank you, Matt, for, for sitting in with us. Oh, it's great. Um, I always love doing this. Here are, uh, for me, the most fun, because it's the most new, which is our YouTube comments. Oh, no. <laughs> From the last show oh, oh boy. that John and I did. Uh-oh. Is that guy writing back again? There's, there's a few guys in there. Andrew Rock. My folks had no truck with pills in the 60s. <laughs> they had an enema kit. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What? Is that in, like, response to something else somebody posted? Or he's know. just like... Keep them coming, folks. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Laura Rivera. Most of the guys at my high school prom after party had those same dessert camo pants John is wearing in that fiendish clip. Oh, yeah, the camo pants. Please, camo more pants. 1980s Jersey visuals on film. <laughs> Unlock the fault. <laughs> nice. Tyler Lehudo Smith, great. Another camera format I need to own now to convince the girlfriend. Mike Sherman, Mike. Shaq Love the Monty. show. Shaq Mate, Shaq Mate. Shaq Mate, Shaq Mate. Shaq Mate. Mike Sherman is his name. All this is, is caused by UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun idea to have video version of the podcast. Thanks. I have a Minolta 16 MGS. We'll be ordering the cartridge and film soon, and we'll give it a go. Tippy Cup Jones. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> nice. Thanks for uploading these to YouTube. I prefer visuals with my podcast. Well, there you go, Tippy. Excalibur 1863. Awesome feature on the Minolta 16, and thank you for making new cartridges. Yes. There you go, Mike. There it is. Next step is 3D printed Minox carts. They're even harder to come by Ooh. cheaply. Just saying. I think Minolta 16 carts are far easier to reload than 110 carts. No fussing around with backing paper, and they're designed to be taken apart without breaking. <laughs> that was his haha. -ha. We're working on that, by the way. Okay. Ooh. Probably 110 carts. Nice. Going, oh, okay. Probably okay. But Aunt Mary, I don't feel up to giving that kid's party tomorrow. Sluggish. Headachy. Sounds like irregularity. Says, love the skits in between the videos. You guys were funny and sharp filmmakers. Still are. Y'all need to bring the show back somehow. <laughs> yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is the new version. <laughs> this is Battleland Showcase. 
I've been uh, thinking about it for 30 years. Nice. And here it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tom Hickhouse says, uh, there was a tripod adapter that doubled as an accessory shoe. It fits around the body. The was a tripod brushing on one side and a shoe on the other. There were also a set of filters that slide over the front lens. Great camera. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is great, Mike, John. Great stuff. See you on the podcast, Tom H. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Gr Arg says it's pronounced arrow. What's oh, that? like Wero. Oh, okay. Charlie Jones, when will the next batch of reversal color eight millimeter film come in? Huh? A few weeks. Two weeks, okay. two weeks. You sound like a parrot. <clears throat> Barry Steinledge, are the 16 cartridges inject molded or 3D printed? Fun show. 3D. 3D. They're 3D. nicely 3D printed. Uh, 3D's come a long way, folks. It really has. And there you go. Great. Thanks for the response. Yep. Lastly, I have a letter from David Kahn, pronounced Kahn, as in Kahn. <laughs> he says, wanted to say, after exhausting all the episodes of All Through the Lens podcast, I went looking for more podcasts to listen while driving to work. Because of Instagram, I have slowly found my way back to film. I'm on Instagram. John's on Instagram. Yeah, Matt, what? No. I just sent him to you. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's too much time. Okay. <laughs> I stopped shooting film after buying a digital camera in 1997 for work. I still Whoa. use digital for so many reasons, but there is just something about the magic film and the mechanical cameras that makes me want to go out and shoot. Magic. Yep. Thanks, David. I really appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break, but I, I pulled something <laughs> out of the vault. This is for Laura. So back in the whenevers, uh, <laughs> we would shoot commercials. So I, went, so I was shooting this commercial. I don't think John was out the commercial, but he helped me edit the piece that as we put it together for our show, which oh, was, I was shot at a Spanish restaurant and the, 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 the Spanish guy presenting it had some kind of a flambe dish, like a dish you'd light on fire. Oh, okay. And I said to him, so he would bring this dish over to the customer seated and then he would put a match to it and it would create like a poof. Oh yeah. yeah. So I said to him, I'm like, well, you know, maybe, you know, for the camera, you could, you know, make it high test. Oh, my God. So he, we shoot in the commercial. There's a couple sitting at the table. He brings it over to them, and then he lights it. But it oh. creates a fireball. <laughs> a Smothers Brothers show with the who. Yes. Oh, no. So I, I just, here's, this is not the commercial, but this is the little clip that I pulled from the tape, of course. How you doing there, Mom? That's good. Move that dribble cup. Oh, look, our dinner's here. Mmm. Mm. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, look at that. Oh boy, look at that. Oh my god! Hey, we're back. Hey. Matt, this is almost like being in person. It's pretty close. I'm, I'm cool with this. At least, you know, if I can't do anything else, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have a soft diffusion light on you? Oh, I, I do. This is so. This is like beautiful. the same setup. Oh, thank you. This is the same setup I use for my uh, my my YouTube videos. Yep. And uh, Canon, I, I hate to sound like a shill, but like Canon just released this uh, this free firmware thing for their DSLRs and mirrorless cameras. So I just have a Canon mirrorless running through a USB cord right into my computer. So That's it's great. it's pulling HD through, and it looks. I mean, it's better than any webcam I can. 
get my hands on. So we look like we're in a bunker. You and I, Mike. <laughs> Uh, the first thing, I, Matt. the first thing I noticed was the beautiful lighting and the Thank fact you. that the background is like nice and out of focus. It needs to be because it's my garage. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and how did you you have the camera in manual? All manual. So um, I do have. I think I have the uh, ISO with a, an auto range. So if I if I go too dark or light, and then uh, you know the Canons and Sony's, they're the best at tracking your face. So if I like you know come in, come out, it's gonna. Oh, it's do, yeah, that's mm. impressive. Yeah, so I think this is going to be the, the, the kit moving forward. So. Um, so you have a few topics, four by five. I mean, that's why you're here. Uh, not that we don't like just hanging out with you and talking about yeah. the old days. It's all right. <laughs> God, I, I, wait for October. Wait, wait for October. When you folks watching see the stuff that's in the fall from Oct for October. I'm talking about <laughs> the CD Den zombie commercials. Oh no. The Armor Windows commercials featuring oh, zombies. <laughs> the Metal Land Showcase Chiller Theater shows. Yes. Wow. Those are good. Crank. 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 Oh, we could bring Crank out before. Oh, you did? Matt, how is your YouTube series go? Large Format Friday. I saw that recently you rolled out your 10th episode. Yeah, we're in the double digits now. Thanks. Do you, is it a planned series where you have a, a beginning and an end? Um, I don't have a defined end yet, but I have like a, I didn't know this was a thing until like other people were like predicting that I had one. I, I have this little spreadsheet and it's just, you know, it's boring. I just, if I think up a topic, I write it down. I try to order them in a, you know, what makes logical sense, but I have more topics now than I did two weeks ago and they shift around. So I try to film them in an order that makes sense and it's, uh, it's going pretty good. I, I can see there's probably about a year's worth of topics. And if you, you know, if you make them more fractional and shorter, you can probably get more than that out of it. But it's really just, I'm, I'm playing it as I, as I go. I'm never more than two or three weeks ahead of myself because things change and it's going good. Uh, one of the, one of the larger photo blogs, there's a guy in Columbus. He, uh, He's a customer at Midwest Photo, and he noticed I was doing the videos. He's like, hey, could I write about this? And I said, sure. He threw it up there, and so it's on F-stoppers now. And mm. uh, I'm, Mike, I know you know this, but like when if something ends up on a photo blog, it's like it's a double-edged sword. It's nice to see your stuff get a little bit more noticed, but just don't read the comments. Never yeah. read the yeah. comments on the blog post. Never. Oh. You'll... The worst of the worst comes out. And it's, it's really funny because like people that comment on the videos, they have to click through, they have to have an account. So usually the people that leave comments on YouTube videos, unless they're really dedicated to the trolling arts, are <laughs> like, they're usually genuine and good and thanks and everything. But the comments on the blog posts, they're totally anonymous and they, uh, there's some vitriol in there. So you just don't read those and uh, uh, it's good. Like what? What do they say? Uh, he didn't I have actually, the cap on the developer. He's not a real <laughs> photographer. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of those. This guy's got no idea what he's doing. And you know, everybody always comments on like, like technical stuff. Like, oh, nice garage. You know, it's like, whatever. Oh boy. It's, I, and I've had this position for years because I know a lot of other folks that are doing videos and YouTube series. It takes so much effort to do even what you're, you know, what we're doing here. It takes so much effort that, somebody that can like from the convenience of their couch, probably not wearing pants to just comment on the thing to tear it down. They, yeah. they don't want to put in that. So it's, you know, it's just different and you have to accept it for, for what it is. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. And it's, it's great information that, as you know, I mean, 
the videos we did way back when going over the crown graphic i mean oh yeah they're timeless this is this is information that now next year 10 years from now is still going to be important to people who are, want, want to use you know vintage large format cameras so yeah and that's really the whole point of it being there and i um i will stand by that these videos if you've been doing this for a few years there's maybe one or two things that uh, might be new to you but if you're just starting like this is the perfect thing you subscribe like each week there's going to be a new little thing to go through and uh, i don't know anybody that's ever picked up a large format camera and they, they've mastered it within a week's time, right? You kind of evolve with it, you, you experiment and there's so, such a disconnect between when you load it and you shoot it and you process it that it makes sense to space things out over the course of weeks or months and that's kind of the layout for it. So let's hit your topics for the day, Matt. Sure, sure thing. Um, we all know Jeff, a 20th century camera. He's been making the, the 3D printed reels, Graflex parts. So like if you have a Graflex SLR or Graflock backs that you need little adapters or pieces for. But lately, uh, for the last few months, he has been working tirelessly on some new designs for a, um, a convertible plate holder, which I think is just really, really interesting because uh, wet plate, dry plate, uh, J you know, Jason Lane has his dry plates out there. Everybody wants to, you know, get their feet wet uh, with, uh, with this sort of thing. And finding vintage holders can be troublesome because they don't quite fit the, uh, the standard four by five backs. Um, some of the really new uh, manufactured ones can cost hundreds of dollars just for a, a holder, not even the other stuff, the chemicals and everything in the process. So um, Jeff has been printing the, or 3D printing these, uh, these plate holders. And the cool thing about them is they're now up to a modular design. So this is his latest, uh, latest version. It has like a, a real deal dark slide in there. So before it was a 3D printed one and I thought those were still pretty good. They did a great job. But the cool thing about this plate holder is it has magnets, which is pretty cool. There's a little tensioner. So I pull this out. That's what puts the weight on my, uh, on my plate so it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't drift. But this whole portion in here is interchangeable. So there's this little, this little frame. I can change out that frame. This piece right here, that's the magnet that clasps it shut. So click. It's, uh, it's all right in there. But probably the most exciting thing about it, aside from the, like the newer design that sits flat and everything, is he now has different inserts for it. So uh, Jeff sent me the standard insert, which is good for uh, like the trophy aluminum uh, plates. So for like wet plate. Um, he also sent me a plate holder. So like this would be for your, if you have like a Jason Lane dry plate. So it has the right spacing for uh, a glass dry plate, which will have a different, uh, what's known as T distance or distance to the um, uh, distance to the ground glass. So basically, if you have a thicker piece of media that's going into it, um, and you're not compensating for the thickness of that, you might actually your focus might actually be off by like mm -hmm. a smidge, like a tenth of an inch or something. And when you're working with lenses that are really long and focal length, that depth of field is is nil. So uh, having the correct size insert is awesome. So. He's got that, but that's not even the thing that I'm the most excited about with these, with these holders. There's he, more? There is, there, but wait, there's more. Um, he's got this nice little thing, and he mentioned it offhandedly, like, like I wouldn't be interested in it, but I'm actually, like, this is my favorite thing. He also has this little insert right here, which is for, Mike, this might get you shooting the crown a little bit more. 
It's for Fuji Instax wide. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. So the frame you can see is the same size as your Fuji Instax wide. I'll try and get it to show up a little bit there. This little piece sits over it. So you, you have to load them one sheet at a time, which, right. you know, dark tent or whatever, it's good. So this piece sits over top of it and that reinserts into this frame here. So you can huh. do single load. So you can buy a 10 pack of Instax wide, 10, 12 bucks. And now you can shoot um, really, really clean looking portraits with a fast instant film like Instax wide. That's so pretty awesome. I think that's awesome. That's really incredible. So for, for someone who's interested in instant photography, who is interested in these various backs that have come out over the years for Instax, you break apart your your packs. You load you load it in the dark. Yes. Mm -hmm. You shoot it, but then how? What do you do to yeah. to bust you, out the car? You know, bust out the gel to get the, the chemicals to spread the thing. You oh. know, the thing. Yeah. So <laughs> the the process is a little bit different, of course, than you're used to with uh, your standard Instax wide, the big you know the big two ten plastic shoebox camera. But what you could do here is I would recommend having a, a changing bag just kind of permanently set up for, uh, for this situation. You have your Instax 210 cartridge in there. You take one sheet out at a time. You would single load it into the, so you take your tray, you pop it in the tray facing out. You'll push the back on there and load that up so it's one sheet at a time. And you leave the rest in a little black bag that you might have from large format films or um, darkroom paper, just one of those black bags, keep it wrapped up in there, keep that in the bag. And after you expose all 10 shots, you load them back up into that, uh, the plastic tray from the 210 and you load it into a camera and then you just gaff tape the lens on the camera and huh. force it to shoot. And then it will there you go, Mike. pop that through. Wow. It's crafty. Yeah, there's also, I think, um, did, I think Lomography came out with one. They have that little hand crank adapter Right. that you could just uh, force oh. that through. If you're, you know, if you're really artsy craftsy and you already have maybe like um, a brayer, you know, one of those really nice uh, acrylic rollers for uh, printmaking or lino cut uh, press printing, you could also just kind of in the dark, you smush it out and, you know, move the paste yourself. But I, I don't know, that feels or a little Or you could too. just buy a steamroller. Yeah. Them under there. Hey, Mike Rasso here. Since we recorded this segment, Lomography has come out with their Graflock 4x5 back for Instax wide film. It's brand new, and here's the Lomography spot for it. My name is Japan. I'm the founder of the Develop brand. That's Do You Develop on Instagram. I'm a member of the All Format Collective, and I'm an artist and a photographer. Since I've been uh, shooting analog for quite some time, I always wanted to take things slower. And I think large format is kind of like the absolute way of taking photography in the most slow way possible because there's just so many steps involved and so many things you need to do to really make that framework. Usually um, I do all my developing myself, but it still takes some time until you, know, you see actually the kind of frame you have. And since I don't have that peel apart film, uh, I was actually really happy to just uh, integrate something into the workflow uh, to get fast photos. Uh, the features that the large format camera gives you, like the whole depth of field and tilting and shifting, 
So it's pretty cool to get that in a, like an instant format. Definitely, I think the the most practical thing that you can do is like if you're, you know, if you're having your large format on like a photo shoot or something, and maybe you just want to test something, you want to see how a specific lighting condition works. Uh, so it's not only something that's very handy and that can help you in your workflow, but I think uh, with the ability of being able to do like uh, multiple exposures and stuff like that, I think you can get very creative with it. So I think it offers like a pretty big variety of things that you can do. Just having the ability of like getting the photo out straight away uh, just opens up so many doors and into like creative fields that you can experiment with. and. I think it's helpful. I think that's really the biggest benefit of it. Instax is so available and it's it's not as um, volatile. Like you can do a lot of things with it. Like, you know, you can like the film's out and you can have it straight away in the sun or whatever. And the temperature effect isn't as strong as on like Polaroid films, for example. That's pretty cool. Pretty but cool. I, I just think when someone's out there like innovating and making like, you know, just really cool stuff. Um, I, lo I love talking about it. Um, you know, so folks know, like, we are not being paid to talk any bit about this stuff. You know, you're Mike, totally geeking and, on it. Yeah, I'm just geeking on it. It's it's really cool. Like, I don't even shoot a lot of four by five, but I'm gonna go shoot some Instax this weekend and do some portraits and have fun because it's like, oh, I want to see it, that. Man. It's accessible. Yeah. Like, um, the other cool thing is like, I've had the dialogue going with Jeff for for months now on this holder and he's one of those guys that you can tell he's he's a creator that also shoots because he cares about like input and if something's something's weird or you say hey what if we did this like he's like cool i did it here check it out like that's really neat uh and having worked in retail i guess i've become jaded with like these larger companies that they'll just like make something and it's off and then they're like whatever buy the new mm. one uh, yes yeah, he, so he's like really quick to yes. get back. And uh, I, 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 know, I, I he's got a great theme song. 20th century cameraman. I was, uh, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, the support that Jeff at 20th century gives is incredible. And uh, he sent me an email, as a matter of fact, because we're, we're selling the uh, four by five, six sheet, reels that yeah the developing in, reel mm -hmm. that goes into a patterson tank and uh a customer bought it a cracked and he uh -oh. he emailed jeff and i told jeff i'm like great <laughs> jeff gets behind <laughs> everything he, he sells and i think that's very important uh i think he that's cares. where uh, yes i think that's where we bond he really cares just like mm -hmm. you do yeah because so when someone sends uh, the FPP a question, whatever it might be, sometimes a lot of times it's about developing or getting a blank piece of film or whatever yeah. it might be. It's it's I'm not just going to give. We don't give like a corporate stamp out. We we honestly try to figure out what the heck's what happened. You mm -hmm. consult with Leslie or Matt That's or right. Mark O'Brien or Mark Galzel, right. whatever. Get it done. Get her done, Mike. <laughs> So yeah, so more more power more power to them. So, what else you got, Matt? Um, well, this is just kind of like rolling off the cuff, but uh, my my little uh, extra arts and crafts assignment for the weekend is, I'm um, my buddy uh, Giles. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about him on the podcast before. He's he's probably like the first wet plater I knew. Uh, he was going around traveling, shooting giant uh, 
glass plates of folks. He's got like a big 16 by 20 camera. I think Red Bull did a feature on him uh, like last year on shooting his wet plate stuff. He's a good dude. He sent me forever ago. He was like, he was in town. He used to be in Columbus and now he's down in, um, is he down in Tennessee now? Yeah, I think he's, so he's down south a little bit and sometimes he stops up. He was like, hey, you ever heard of this aerial film stuff? And I was like, yeah, you know, the big, the big roll of mm -hmm. ultra large format film. He's like, hey, do you think you could cut some of that up? And I was like, I think so. I've cut up x-ray film before, shouldn't be any different. And I'd been like sitting on this thing forever. And uh, it just so happens like I had access to a, uh, a one of those rototrim now, you know, like the, um, the big slide cutters, like the big, big professional <clears throat> mat cutter, paper cutter. So I'm gonna be taking uh, 200 feet of aerial film, which this aerial film is basically like double X. It's like Agfa's version of double X. And I'm going to be slicing that down into uh, eight by ten inch sheets. Sheets, sheets. Yeah, I'm going to do it right there in the garage. Uh, I don't think I can make this place light tight. I, I can barely make it uh, habitable temperature wise. <laughs> Where do you go? You haven't got a basement, have you? I do. I got a basement, oh. so I could do it down there. It's it's okay, but I'm probably just going to take it to the uh, uh, to the, the dark shop. room. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I do have a message here from. Uh, Paul Wagner, P. Wagner 66 on Instagram. Oh, yes. Uh, he says, I have two suggestions for the FPP store. And Matt, I, I look for your input on this because sure. FPP store doesn't currently have it. Uh, number one, focusing loop for darkroom and larger printing. And two, mm. focusing loop for large format ground glass. Mm. So the fact that we don't have it and it's, it's, it's not something like that's on the plate right now, where... Mm -hmm for folks that need focusing loops, where, 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 where's the go-to? There's not a lot of good go-tos at this time in loops. They are a, a weird sticking point. Like I've, I've had large format sales that people are like, they, they kind of start questioning whether they should go through with it because they can't get the loop. And I don't know, I've, I've never been disheartened because I don't have a magnifier, but uh, right now the market kind of seems like you can get the, the, you know, like the little slide viewer ones, the little peak ones that are like eight X or 10 X they are all plastic. The market is basically a $10 loop and a $400 loop. There's no in between. There's like, so like all that middle ground has kind of been hollowed out because they used to be made by like Schneider and Rodenstock. And um, now it's, so even like the loops I picked up a few years back, those are, pretty pretty much gone on the market. So people are like paying way too much for used ones right now. Um, so there's there's like a few manufacturers, uh, I've seen most of them are coming out of China that are making like copy versions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a really weird market for those right now. And for darkroom printing, um, it's kind of the same. There's like the really, really cheapy $25, $30 plastic ones. And then there's like the really, really nice ones. So it's, it's kind of weird. I think there's just less of that because loops were big when there was more people looking at slides and now there's not as many people looking at slides. So it is definitely a niche market now. Well, it's time to move on. Well, this has been a lot of fun. And we folks out there listening, watching, we appreciate and uh, look forward to your comments podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Yeah. Uh, or you can leave a comment at the bottom of the YouTube. Keep it nice. <laughs> Keep it super positive. That's right. And uh, I don't want 
to, you know, I, I want to let people know that we also have our, our famous P.O. Box, P.O. Box 264, Fairlawn, New Jersey, 07410. How much mail do you get in there? Not, uh, well, we got, we, we get a lot of mail, but from FPP listeners. Oh, a few pieces here, here and there. Uh, we get, uh, you know, Scooby snacks. Uh, Keep those coming. Those are great. And, and I want folks to know that because we're doing some remote things now, uh, it's not out of the question for me to, you know, turn something around to Matt or Leslie to share. Absolutely. We're not going to just, you know, hog. What do you mean? So let's say someone sends like some candy treats. Oh, no, no. No. <laughs> what? Mike, no. What are you going to do? Then send them to the send them to Matt. Send it to Matt. Yeah, no, right here. No, 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 no. No. Okay. Let him come and get him. Come and get him, pretty boy. <laughs> <laughs> we just well, finished off those snacks from Christmas, Mike. We got to keep those coming. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, filmphotographyproject.com is the main site. Matt Matt Marash is also on the interwebs. Matt with one T. MattMarash.com. Yes, sir. John Fideli, now on Instagram. Big Whoa. Head Suit 2, T-O-O. And it's a very inspiring uh, account, John. Oh, thank you. John is, John's good with the camera, Matt. Only, he only is. my greatest hits are going up there. Yeah, that's the way that's it That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see you folks very soon. Yeah, take it easy, guys. My hand looked blurry there, Matt. (laughs) It looks like you have 12 fingers. I know. It's crazy.